Hello and welcome to the Somali Professional Podcast. I am your host Samira Ali and you are in the right place for inspirational stories that have A to Z of passion, determination and grit. Welcome. Mustafa Farah. Welcome Mustafa. Thanks Samira. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I got a I have big shoes to fill. <laughs> exactly get ready <laughs> right right no honestly you're gonna do amazing and i'm really excited i mean i've been following mustafa farah on linkedin that's where i met him and i came across his profile um mashallah i think he's got a great story i mean with everyone they've got fantastic stories to tell their own authentic stories and i'm really excited just to hear a bit more about your journey and to get to where you are <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no and thanks for having me like i was saying um it's been uh, it's, it's been a nice journey uh, so far a little bit. So just kind of give you guys a brief, um, you know, snippet of kind of, you know, who I am, what I do type of thing. Yes, um, please do. Yeah, Tell us who you so, are, what you do. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, right now I'm a, I'm a, so I'm based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota in America. Um, and I am a product manager at a, uh, one of our, you know, four, four national banks we've got there. Um, and so I'm in finance and uh, mostly, you know, on the on the tech side of things, essentially. That's cool. So what we wanted to know is before actually you got into it, I just realized I'll, for, for 2021, I thought I'm going to start asking my guest, how are you today? And that was on my list from the beginning, because obviously we still... As all our listeners um, know, we're still obviously going through the pandemic. Unfortunately, it still followed us to 2021. Um, currently in England, we are on our third national lockdown. Um, how are you and how is it where you are, Mustafa? So we've been kind of going in and out of like lockdown. Um, this whole like quarantine thing, it's been, uh, it's been definitely a journey um you know and it's it's i'm i'm a, I'm a bit of a extrovert and I'm a, I'm a big people's person so it's been uh something new to get used to and um and yeah so like i was saying we've been kind of going in and out of being in a lockdown um we're actually going to be out of out of our current lockdown in the the next week or so so i'm excited mm-hmm. kind of looking forward to that uh you know it's been you know the new norm nowadays that that, that we're living in and and, and and kind of being hunkered at, you know, at home, and I've uh, I've learned to become more of a introvert a little bit, you know, kind of kind of kind of transforming into like a um, an, an introvert. introvert. So it's been yes. it's been fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big transformation going from an extrovert to an introvert. But I but I feel you though because I feel like I'm an extrovert person, but at the same time I'm an introvert. But whenever people ask me, you extrovert or introvert, I've always said it depends on who I'm with. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I actually joke and I tell people I'm what you call an introverted extrovert, right? So like a kind of a combination of the two a little bit. Um, yes. I'm an extrovert, you know, in certain scenarios and I'm an introvert in other scenarios. Exactly. I, f- I feel the same, honestly. And, and I just feel like you shouldn't have to choose which one you are. It just depends on how you feel on the day. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, I'm with you. No, thanks for letting us know about that. So... Basically, what I wanted to find out is obviously you you gave us your lovely introduction here right now about what you do and where you're from. And so first question is, um, what did you do at university? What did you study? So I, uh, I had a hard time finding what to, what to choose in the beginning. I was, I was one of those kids like, uh, I'm going to school because my mom and dad want me to go to school, you know? <laughs> Of course, yes, um, of course. Our, our moms want us to get university. Our dads want us to go to university, right, of course, yes. Right, right. Become a doctor, right, and all that fun stuff. Or an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, like, I, I, yeah, so I had a hard time choosing, like, what major I wanted to major in. And, like, I, like, so it's weird. Growing up in, in America, right, they, in, in our school system, they've always told us, like, okay, you, you in college is where you find yourself, you know, uh, you do whatever, whatever, whatever you decide on, right? That's gonna be kind of what you'll, what you'll be doing in your, in your career. And I was like, yo, that's, that's heavy. That's like, that's a huge decision. That's gonna be something I'm doing my whole life. And like, I had a hard time like choosing one major. 
but um but i um i studied business management and i kind of went back to like my childhood childhood dreams it's a bit of a joke within my family when i when i say it out loud but i've always told them like hey at some point in time when i grow up you know i i, I want to be in like somewhere in downtown wearing some, some type of suit you know <laughs> and so like i guess i kind of went back to my childhood dream a little bit and just helping me choose my major um and 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 you know more on the you know pragmatic side of things looking at like from a monetary value perspective like you know what you know amount of money would i be making per year and kind of looking at what what roles would would fit that for me and that that's how they able to kind of uh um kind of circle up a little bit and kind of hone in on specifically uh supply chain management within the business management um uh, bucket so to speak and that that that's kind of the, the the degree that I ended up graduating with. Excellent. So basically, you in your vision when you visualized your future, you thought I want to wear a suit, I want a very good job in the city, and you've done your research and you thought, okay, then okay, what course is gonna make me get to near where I am? And you always kind of what liked business. Yeah, you said yeah, you studied yeah, I've business always, management, right? I've, yeah. I've always liked business. Um, you know. I knew I wasn't cut out to be a doctor or engineer early on. I was like, this is, you know, math's not my big, big thing. And mm -hmm. I have a hard time memorizing um, books uh, of, of of medical jargon. Yes. <laughs> so, There's a like, lot of jargon, right? Like, especially yeah. in law and medicine. It's like, I, I remember thinking, oh, I've, I, I like being a doctor. I like being doing medicine. I like doing science. But I just, you know, you've got so much choices. And such a young age, you kind of think, which one do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? is like, So I was born in, like, you know, Somalia. Uh, uh -huh. You know, in or Mogadishu, I should say. And... Um, Growing up, I, you know, I I never really had like an older brother or a sibling that 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 kind of went through kind of the whole college life cycle process, right? And kind of give me the, you know, the, the download. Um, yeah, the download, the nuggets, all that, you know. And like I, you know, I had to kind of find that all out on my own, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, it was definitely a process. I and you know it where is, I grew it up. Is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like where I grew up, it was very much in like the like the inner city in like Minneapolis. So like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the, you know, kids around me, they're also in, you know, similar boats. So talking to somebody like, guys, what do you guys want to do, is, is, you know, career-wise? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. So exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly. So you... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you don't have anybody to exactly. bounce ideas off of and any coaches or mentors or anything like that, you know, at the time. That, yes, there were very but, few, you know. very few, if mm -hmm. any, right? Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. No, I, I, I honestly, you just said that it, it really resonates because it's true. When you're especially like the eldest child, um, it's one of those things where basically you're figuring things out for yourself because, like you said, there's obviously if if you were back home in Somalia, one of your family members could have told you, hey, they do this and in this path and follow this path or whatever. Like they basically would have had like a roadmap for you. Whereas obviously you come to a foreign country and mm -hmm. you literally everyone's figuring out your parents are figuring out you're figuring out so you're all basically just trying to think okay what is it that i'm gonna do next and it, and it was really i mean there was i don't think back in the day there was as many resources as well whereas now the internet has got like a wealth of knowledge would you agree oh my gosh yeah i wish i had the internet growing up like Me you know, too. I, I, I remember like dial up where like, it, yeah. like a page would load <laughs> it would take like 30 minutes or 20 minutes to load Oh, it was terrible, yo. Oh my god. You know, you just said dialogue. It just cracked me up because I just remember the struggles. Uh, it's like, it, oh. and it was like, okay, then you, you see it loading, that whole thing loading. And you're like, oh my god. Right, right. Or like your mom, yeah. Well, yeah, get off the phone. Get off the internet. I need to use the phone. You know, because you oh couldn't use the, the phone at the same time as the internet. I don't know. Oh, my days. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> That was so ancient now, but it's true. Anyone who's listening, it might be a Generation Z, and you're just thinking, oh, my goodness, what's happening with those people? Honestly, we have struggled. The internet was not like 5G or whatever it is right now. It was hard. Like, you know, luckily for school, we didn't need internet when we were younger. But it's just that from the time, like, I got my first job, I remember, like, the, then the internet was like, ooh, it was such a big deal. And it was like, okay, what's up with this internet thing? But it's, I'm so glad we have it now anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely makes life a lot easier for sure. Exactly. Yeah, Thank you for that nostalgia. <laughs> Thank you for that nostalgia. Honestly, that just cracked me. I was like, oh, dial up. I've totally forgot about dial up. Um, so what would you say then? So at university, you studied BA. And then obviously, so now we're at the point where you finished university, you graduated. What was your first job since graduation? So it's funny. So I got a job offer from the last internship that I was doing. So I remember I said I was, I was, I was in business management so, or business administration uh, with a concentration in like supply chain. So like more of, uh, you know, warehouse type of thing. And so I, I was essentially looking at like spreadsheets and that sort of stuff with, with that internship. And they ended up offering me a job um, to be like a supply chain analyst right out of college. And so I ended up taking that. So that was my first like real world, I guess, job um, right, out of, right out of graduating. Oh, fantastic. So basically the people that you did the internship gave you your first contract. So you must have really impressed them with your work ethics. Did you have any tips for when you were um, doing an internship of how to impress your employees? Um, yes, I mean, the, the like the big things were really just kind of, you know, trying to stand out, right? And uh-huh. I always, I've, I didn't even do this today with like my current role. Uh, I, I always look at, okay, so whoever the, whoever I'm reporting up to, whoever, whoever is my manager, management, right? What can I do to like uh, make their job easier, right? So whatever Fantastic. you, whatever, yes. however you can kind of uh, take, 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 take a load off from them, they're going to yes. see you in like a completely different light. They're going to, they're going to think of you as like, that's my right hand woman or man. You know what I mean? That, exactly. You're an asset, on. basically. You're yeah, helpful. You're reliable. Yes, so be helpful. Exactly. Reliable. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I it's like that. No, that's. Right. A, yeah. Any other tip of how to stand out for an intern right now that could be listening? Somebody who's doing a virtual. I mean, obviously now interning a company is not the same as before. So people, for example, now are virtual interning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like the big thing too was just being proactive, right? And like looking yes. at ways that you can improve whatever it is that you're working on, and provide you know some ideas, right? And always like you don't want to be the person that like doesn't speak up, and you know when you're in when you're in meetings or uh, when you're you know connecting with your manager, or manager, or, 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 or different folks, um, you know especially folks nowadays that are doing that virtual internship type of thing. Big yes. things like almost virtual calls have like one question or two questions you can ask, right? Like yes. have you know a statement that you can say, um, and and if you don't have anything to say, or you don't have you can't think of a good question. E- e- easy way of doing it is like you know, like say repeating what one of the speakers said in your own words and say, hey, yes. I just want to make sure that I heard this right and blah blah blah. Is this is this accurate? Does this make sense? And they'll say yes or no. Or, or, or they'll kind of elaborate more on it. And that, that, that really shows like how thoughtful you are and like how, uh, you know, how much you're listening to them, you know, and, and p- people inherently are, um, uh, good way to put it, like selfish in a way, right? People, people, people like thinking of themselves as uh, super important, right? So that, that, that doing that sort of thing really um, uh, reassures them about that correct no I, I i absolutely like that it's the fact that you said the, all the key words it's the fact that you're listening and more than anything like that you say to the person actually you know what you and you gave them positive feedback so you're listening and you're saying i like what i heard this i just want to find that more about it so basically it's almost like you're giving praise and you're listening as well mm-hmm. exactly exactly no, I like that. And that's a really good. So anybody who's doing a virtual intern or thinking of doing virtual interning or anybody who's actually even at a job now, it could be. I think those are really good, two good things to definitely note down. Um, thank you for sharing that, Mustafa. So what would you say then? So that was your first job that you got straight away, mashallah, after graduating. I mean, that, that's very um, good thing because a lot of people are jobless for a while after from their graduation. But the good thing is what stood you apart is, is the fact that you did internships. And time in, time out, I always say, was your internships paid or do they? Do you guys do free internships in America? They do. They do both. Uh, but I also, and I grew up in, in kind of inner cities so more and more. So I grew up in the hood, basically, you know, and so like I, I, I never looked at like non-paid internships. I didn't even consider those, you know, when I was in college. 
I, yes. my focus is only on those paid internships. Uh, yes. But there are a ton of like unpaid internships out there. Unpaid internships, yeah. yes. The reason I and, say and, that and, is because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the reason I said that is because I had to take unpaid internships to begin with um, while I was at university because it was one of those things where, uh, I don't know, at the time, I don't think it was, you had very, very few paid internships. And like you, obviously, I grew up in like, you know, um, I grew up in an area that's basically, mashallah, like, you know, full of Somali people. And it was like a inner city area as well in London. And it was one of those things as well, like, you know, day in, day out. You think to yourself, I really want to get a job in the city. I really want to just like, you know, better my family. You know, like you, you, obviously as the mm-hmm. eldest child, you always, you know, want to do better, don't you? And you want to make your mom and dad proud. Exactly. Exactly. Like that's, I mean, that, that, that that's like the biggest thing that's really been driving me um, and my biggest like motivation, I would say, um, you know, throughout my life, honestly, just, just kind of giving back to my mom, my dad, that 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 went out of their way to bring me to to the U.S. You know. Exactly. I know. I completely get you. So no. Uh, yeah. So it's good that you had an um, paid internship. But for anyone who's not listening, if you have to take an unpaid internship for a little while, please don't dismiss it because sometimes that unpaid internships can turn can turn into a paid internships because um what they do sometimes is they they just look at you for like a couple of weeks and then from there on pay you or like for example but but any person who obviously wants you to intern for them make sure that they pay for your travel and they give you food vouchers but the good thing Mm -hmm. is if you want to do an internship now this is the best time now because even if you were to do a free internship now and you're not working it's good because literally you're going to be doing a virtual internship and it's going to be a very good experience so do make the most of the fact that you don't have to commute and it's not dependent on location now yeah and <laughs> like add that a little bit like i would say i'm not knocking paid paid internships but i would say unpaid internships are actually uh better for you for folks you know in a way because if you look at it there isn't like a huge expectation right um uh-huh. and you'll, you'll you'll learn a lot more i feel like you do um, I've, I've got i've got a ton of friends that have done the, the the unpaid internship route and and honestly like you you get to build um you know a lot closer better relationships with folks and honestly when folks are looking at full-time jobs right and you have somebody that's been working with them doing an unpaid internship right and they see okay i haven't been paying this person at all they've been doing this work for us boom 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 and they've done great work now if i hire this person or if i hire uh, a person that 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 has some experience, right? That has to train and all that. I'm not getting the best value for my buck. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. a lot of times they 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 go with the folks that 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 have done the unpaid internships. And honestly, so when when folks are in that route or role, or whatever, um, you know, they feel a lot of times they feel a little bit of obligation to help you out even more, right? To get you to the next level, to get you to your Exactly. So tell me about then how did you get into your first um into your dream role then or you into your dream career? So obviously you had the first role that you had and then from there on how did you get to where you are now? If you just want to give us a little overview of that. So I honestly it all I just fell into it. <laughs> you know? Um and so so basically I, right, right after I graduated, our 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 our, our university has like a career center you know, place in there. And they post like jobs on there all the time. There's this like uh, rotational program that they were hiring for um, that's mainly focused in like uh, finance, like treasury management, um, which is basically like um, helping a small and big big companies kind of work with their cash flow, so like how they're moving their money back and forth. And so, um, like reading the job description, one of my friends was like, "Hey, yo, this is something that you're super passionate about and like super interested about. Um, check this out." And so I looked at it. I was like, "Yo, this is cool. This is dope. This is cool." And, but uh, but then the the date that they're opening the job for everybody was uh, super super late. And uh, and so I I wanted to stand out, right? And I and this is to go back to me being proactive and um trying to differentiate myself from others is okay how, how how do i go about doing that and 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 basically what i did was i reached out i found the recruiter's name on there because they have it in a little um job 
uh, notification or whatever. And so I got her email. I sent her like an introductory email to her saying, you know, hey, my name is yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, I saw this and, 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 and this is kind of my experience. I uh, would love to kind of connect with you right, and see if this, this could be an opportunity uh, that, that, that would be beneficial for your organization. Whatnot. And she set up like a, a quick like topic call with me just to kind of get to know me a little bit ahead of like even opening up the, the job for people. So I was already like, you know, you know, a month, you know, a step ahead of everybody else, just, just being able to get get that um, phone interview in and, and, and that helped me a ton. And then that, that kind of moved me into like the final stage. You know, I, I actually skipped the, the middle process a little bit. Um, and so from there, yeah, from there, I, I kind of uh, got the job. Uh, it was a rotational program. So they kind of move you in different areas within like the organization. So still sales, implementa implementation, uh, kind of implementing different services, um, you know, service, basically how we, how they handle customer service products like you know the different services that, are, that they're selling how they create those you know how they develop them etc uh, and then like risk and legal you know what what will look like uh, what 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 do you consider it kind of helped me be very well-rounded and then from there i kind of leapfrogged through you know you know the tech side of things where i'm super passionate about um and so you know from there i kind of networked really hard with like some of the leaders that were in that area uh, you know, set up one-on-one -on -one conversations with them, just kind of get 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 getting to know them. Um, you know, asking them you know questions around um, what do they see, what what would they like to see in a new hire, what's their uh, you know dream candidate looks like, you know those sort of things. So then, I, so then that was helping me make a good case when I eventually applied, uh, which is what I did, and kind of you know used all those notes that I took uh to help me you know sell myself you know because you're you're everyone's salesman you know what i mean <laughs> you're always selling something right Whether you're we all or... are exactly we're either I, I like the quote that said you're either being sold to or you're selling <laughs> <laughs> facts exactly 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 so um now that's, that's how i kind of got into like the, like the mm -hmm. role that i'm in today you know Excellent. That's you know, I really enjoyed hearing that two parts that I've made note of while you were speaking. And one was the fact that I liked the bit where you said that when you saw the job, um, when your um, friend or colleague told you about what's coming up in the job descriptions, and you actually had the courage to contact the person at the office and, and just speak with them just to introduce yourself and just to let them know, I find that really courageous, because a lot of people would never do that or think of doing that. Yeah, I mean, I and and the way I was looking at it was like, okay, I know no one else is going to do this, or at least attempt to do this. Let me look, you know, let me try it and see what happens. What's the worst going to happen? You know what I mean? No, exactly. It'd be just apply. a no if worse. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So it just you know, and a lot of times that like fear of no, that fear of like um, getting rejection, you know, not not the answer you want, right? And rejection mm -hmm. uh, that holds people back, you know. A Correct. Lot. And, so I, I I try my best to kind of overcome that as much as much as I can, and it's been a long road kind of learning that process. Well done, no, honestly, Mustafa, well done. I think that's true. That's what you just said. Like fear never leaves you, but it's about you overcoming and still doing it. And like you just said, what's the worst that can happen anyway? If somebody says no, you just move on, isn't it? It wasn't meant to be for you. It wasn't supposed to be your rizq. And if you have faith in Allah, in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, you will know that it just wasn't meant for you then. Maybe you try again another time, or Maybe you'll get something better. Who knows? But either way, is just exactly. move on. And yes, um, so no, I, I really like that. It shows um, strong characteristics that you have. And the other bit that I liked as well is that, that I made a note of here is the bit where you said that you uh, made an appointment with the leaders of the organization and you've just literally just quizzed them about what they would like to find out from the next candidate. And by them actually, so you were basically interviewing them finding out what it is the how you have to represent yourself later on and how basically what skills that you can show that you have so basically you reversed engineered yeah exactly exactly and and i mean that that's something that you should be doing all the time whether Correct. you're looking for a new job or whether you're 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 meeting new coworkers. like anytime you get a new role you should be doing a one-on-one -on -one session with like everybody you work with everybody meeting the different stakeholders meeting all the different folks that you interact with on a daily basis or you would be 
dealing with on a daily basis, just kind of get a feel for their personality, you know, you know how they, uh, you know, work, how they collaborate, you yes. know, and, and you should do that in, at any job. At, and it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, just, just getting into like the, the workforce or you're a, you know, senior mid-level or even executive level, you know, leader, you know? Exactly. No, I like that. It's the way forward. So from there on, um, you got the job. Yeah. So I got the job, um, and and then from from there, you know, I just started to you know hit the ground running, just just trying to learn the process. Because again, this is something that I've never done, right? <laughs> and yes. like, um, I'm, I'm I'm consistently leaning on folks, and you shouldn't be afraid to like, uh, you know. Oakland boom backtrack. So one thing that I do all the time is I try to find one person at at at, at for whatever team I'm on that I can you know confide in, can kind of bounce ideas off of, right? Yes. Uh, get advice from you know, and so you you've got to feel everybody out, see who you connect with the most, and just think up with those, with that individual and, and and kind of bounce those bounce those things off of them. Whether it's exactly uh, you know issues at work, whether it's problems at work that you wanna uh, you know, strategize about more uh, to kind of help you come to a good decision, you know, that sort of stuff. Exactly. No, it's important to have a work mentor or I call them like a sponsor or an ally, an ally somebody that you just basically can fall, can fall um, back onto. Like you said, it's important that you have, obviously you spend a lot of time at work and if you definitely want to progress, it's important to have a mentor at work, somebody that you can support and can support you. I agree with you. It- Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, definitely an an ally, a mentor, and and those folks generally, I like to either have them a little bit removed from my day to day, just because they 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 have a a different perspective that, that they can bring to me, you know. Whereas True. the person that 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 I'm working with on a day to day basis, they have the same perspective as me, and and they have the same um uh, frame. Of, of similar ideas certain, to you yes, solutions. Exactly. yeah exactly yes. you definitely want to get yes. different ways of, of thought different ways of thinking from a lot of different uh folks you want to definitely try to um spread that out as much as possible and kind of uh be be, be di- uh, diverse as possible exactly diversify your mentors or your allies and sponsors mm-hmm. i agree that's a really good advice thank you mustafa and so what would you say then is um so so basically um from there on um what would you say then obviously mashallah you know you got your dream job you know you're happy there and everything like that so what would you say in your journey if you were looking back and stuff like that obviously people must have given you good advice and you must have got some worse advice what would you say was one of the worst worst advice that you were get you got (laughs) you were given in that journey Gosh, I got so much worth. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. I I I, I want to say like the worst advice that I've gotten was, um, yeah. So I remember this like like yesterday. So I'm in high school, and I remember telling somebody that I one of one of our counselors saying that I was, I was telling them how how I wanted to be something in business, and. Mm-hmm. They, they they looked at my grades at the time and, and I was going I was in a very like I, I was in a, I wasn't getting very good grades, I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. <laughs> during that you know, semester and they discouraged me. They're like you know your uh business is not for you. You should think about, you know, more manufacturing, you know, uh, you know, being on an assembly line type of thing. You know, they kinda of pushed me towards that. And yes. I never saw myself as that, and it, and it really like warped the way that I thought at the time. Yes. And 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 and, and it kind of took uh, some different interactions with, um, you know, other mentors and folks, kind of changed that that thought process a little bit for me, and kind yes. of instill a little bit of more confidence in me, um, which 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 really helped me turn turn things around, and I ended up you know graduating with like a three point two GPA in high school. Um, like the B average kind of. Yes. Um, so I, I wouldn't say I was the smartest, you know, uh, pen in the in the bucket, but you know, I was I was decent. But I, but I, I you were resilient. Was you were resilient. Exactly. You were resilient, and more yeah. than anything, whatever you were. Um, what's it called? Um, you you were resourceful. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say that 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 would be like the worst advice I've gotten. Just 
like discouraging me, you know. And 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 I thought as as I was kind of growing growing older and older, uh, I saw that more and more in my life, right? And and everyone gets that discouragement, but um, you should never let that uh, you know be a big factor in like your decision and what you want to do and and, and where you see yourself at, you know. I'm with you. Do not let anyone. Someone's opinion does not define you. Exactly, it's an opinion for a reason, you know. It's an opinion. That's it. Exactly. They don't know any better than anybody else. You know yourself. You know what you can. But but uh, but regarding the fact that you, I mean, it's just I, I just don't understand how somebody can just shatter somebody else's dream. I've always thought, how could somebody just do that to a young person? Because you know, like when you're in high school. Or let's just say before you go to university or even like, you know, while you're a student, you're in a vulnerable state in, in, in life because you're growing, you're learning about self. And what it is, is when you look onto somebody who's in a position of, um, what's it called, um, expertise, you look at them and you think, actually, you know what, this is what I want to do. And you actually confined in them for them to turn around and say, actually, you know, you can't do this. I just think to myself, you know what? Don't tell me what you do. But then obviously that's me now. Now I don't let anybody's opinion define me. But once upon a time, I remember I used to take things personally, like you said, and get discouraged easily. And I'll be like, well, you know, I'm not going to be this. So what is the point and stuff like that? And I realized, actually, I started listening to um, to our listeners and anybody else who's listening. I love listening to Les Brown, honestly, like he gets me really motivated when I listen to him. And one of my favorite things that he said is, don't ever let anybody's opinion define you. You are you for a reason. And um, you've just basically got to believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? And um, yes, that's something I've always taken forward to. But thank you for sharing that personal story um, with us. I, I, I it's, it, it, it brought memories back of like my high school days. I remember like my uh, career person said to me, I told them that I was really good at sciences. And obviously all my grades were very good at sciences and everything, um, getting all A's and stuff. And I remember he turned around and said to me, yes, but Samira, you're also a very nice and caring person. And I think you will make a fantastic nurse. <laughs> I thinking, yeah, and I, and I remember thinking back. I mean, mashallah, don't get me wrong, nurses yeah, yeah, yeah. are amazing, it's a fantastic um, career, but it's just that I don't like blood. I <laughs> literally, I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't like touching blood one. or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. The hospital, like, you know, when I go to hospital or whatever, and they go, no, I feel like I'm going to faint because I'm that kind of person. Like, I'm a scary cat of needles and everything like that. So yeah, I yeah. knew I couldn't give somebody a needle or anything. You know what I mean? So then I was like, uh, I, I was like, with all due respect, I love nurses, but I'm like, I, I don't see myself like that. And he goes, yeah, but you should just give yourself a go and stuff. And I just thought to myself, out of all the stuff that he could have said to me that I could do, all the options, that's all he said to me because I was a female and he saw me as caring he didn't see me as smart he saw me as caring wow <laughs> interesting right <laughs> yeah that 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 that's crazy it's um it, it it's kind of ironic right like it, we, we like looking back um that it, it, it's, it's a bit of a theme right you're, you're always gonna meet folks like that and, and kind of push you in in a direction you just gotta yes. you know stick to what you feel is the best approach even if it's even if it ends up being like the wrong one the wrong decision for you because like throughout that process you learn a ton you know what i mean like all the mistakes that i made all the things that the bad decisions that i made have made me who i am today and have kind of helped shape like my way of thought in my way of thinking so yes to that yes to that you wouldn't be Mustafa Farah where you're at right now if it wasn't for like you said the bumps in the road and to be honest right now Mustafa if everything just has gone really nice and smooth for you I think me and you will be sitting here and just really not be having as much interesting conversation don't you agree yeah oh 100% 100%. and I think like (laughs) adversity and like struggle and and kind of going to going to like the battle like that it, it 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 really helps like you deal with that sort of stuff when it comes up out of the blue, you know? Um, exactly. It, you know? Adversity makes you have grit. And I think grit is very important in life. And resilience is about, okay, life is going to keep pushing you back, but it's about you pushing back as well and just saying, actually, enough, I can do this. So, no, I really like that. Thank you, Mustafa, for that. So what would you say then? Um, 
obviously uh, we talked about what was the worst advice and stuff like that and then what so what was one of the just to counterfeit that what would you say is one of the best advice that somebody gave you i think the best advice someone has given me was um you can do that then like quote unquote you you can do yes, that yes you can and yes you can you, yeah exactly that 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 reassurance really like popped me up you know and so i actually yes. so I'll give you a personal little tidbit here. I was my uh, my sister, you know, her and I are pretty close. And she, um, uh, you know, I was telling her about, uh, hey, I'm 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 doing this 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 uh, supply chain thing, and it's cool. It's okay. I don't love it. You know, I'm not. I don't wake up thinking like uh, that. Oh, I'm Excited. looking forward to go to work. You know, right? Yes. And I'm not. But I'm yeah. And low key, I'm kind of dreading going to work, honestly. Um, of course, yeah. At, at the time, and and I I got opportunity for 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 the role for the rotational program that I mentioned earlier, and I was I was really hesitant at first because I felt like it was a lot. It was completely different than what I was doing, and mm-hmm. I had no like experience or, or kind of a, a a basis to kind of leapfrog into it. I was like I'm starting from the beginning all over again, you know, right? And, and yes. it was a little uncomfortable. And my sister exactly. was like, "Hulk you know, you can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, beautiful. And, and, That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and like, and, and it really resonated with me because, um, and, and at that time, it was it was the right thing to say to me, you know? Yes. And, yes. and it really clicked, all that clicked for me. And like now, every time I'm, I'm uncomfortable, I, I'll already not I literally go back to that scene that I had with my sister. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and actually like that, that, the uncomfortable feeling when I'm at a new role or a new job or, you know, doing something that I'm not, you know, confident in you know exactly yeah good no it's true because by the time you get that uncomfortable feeling it's just that your brain telling you i haven't done this before and our brain uh, i started to do over the lockdown um i started to do a bit of psychology and brain analysis because i just thought to myself well, this is like you know obviously you've got the time right and and i and, and it said that basically our brain is there day in day out to keep us safe so from the time that you want to do something new your brain is actually not hating on you it's just trying to keep you safe so then they send the signal to your brain to tell you actually Actually, no, 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 don't, don't do this or whatever because you haven't done this before. It's a risk. No, mission or poor, mission or poor. But exactly, it's there exactly. on for you to say to your heart, actually, no, I can do this. Because I've never really understood the psychology behind it beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how amazing. All that time, I just thought my brain was playing against me. But all along, my brain is actually being good to me. It's saving me. But by it saving me, it's keeping me in the comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. That whole like flight or flight type of thing, you know? And, yes. Um, and I- and there's this book that I was reading. I forget which book it was, but there was a quote that like really resonated with me and it reminded me of what my sister sister said to me. It's like yeah, and, and you, get, yeah, and your get, sister. get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You know? That's it. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. I like that. And mashallah, your sister gave you great advice and she just reassured you and that gave you the confidence just, just to go for it. And look, alhamdulillah, where you are now, right? Yeah, alhamdulillah, you know, you know, I I always thank every day, like you know, you don't want to push me to to be where I'm at. Exactly, we all need that one person who believes in us. Yep, yep, exactly, 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 exactly. Fantastic. So, how do you keep yourself motivated day in day out when things are not going so, mm, you know? Like day in day out, I think it's more the way that I kind of uh, refocus myself. Is I tell it to myself, listen, no, uh, then it's okay. Whatever happens, exactly happens. You uh-huh. can't, especially if it's, if it's a past related thing, you can't control. You have to fo- focus on what you can control and what you can change. And so, yes, that I, I kind of just kind of zoom in on that, and that really keeps me motivated. But yes. on like the the long term side of things, I I I I I set like five, ten, you know, year goals for myself. And then smaller milestones to help me kind of reach those large, larger ones. Yes, yes, that's how I do as well. Keep small and keep longer term. And and, and I like what you said about the last point as well, where you said focus on what you can control and let go of what you can't control. Just let let, let it go, let it go. Yeah, because it's gonna keep eating eating away at you, you know. And 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 it, I it have a hard time with doing that with how my personality is, but. 
me too. It's a work in progress. <laughs> me too is a work in progress. Honestly, no, honestly, it's same. Me too. Uh, sometimes I'm just like things that you, there's certain things that you can't just let go. But then to, to give yourself, um, again, like I've been doing a lot of work on myself and personal development. And I thought to myself, you know what, for my own peace, let it go. So that's what I do now. When I find it hard to let something go, I just think to myself, for your own peace, for my own sanity, let it go. Move on. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You don't need right? that type of negativity in your life. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I never want to be one of those people that, like, you see in the movies where, like, they're, 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 all they do is work and they don't have any family, you know, life, no work-life balance whatsoever. That that couldn't be me. I couldn't I couldn't do that. And so no. that that's kind of the direction I was headed until I started to ra- really internalize the whole, like, leave what you can control alone and focus on what mm-hmm. you can control, you know? Exactly. Two fantastic advice right there. And then, honestly, they have their weight and gold. It is very important for our own well-being to do that thing so you can just be at an inner peace. So yeah, exactly. what else would you say then? <laughs> what else would you say is your daily positive habits? Um, obviously, uh, do you have a self-care routine that you normally share? Do you have, like, I don't know, some people journal, some people wake up extra early. I mean, what, are, what, what would you say are the positive habits that helped you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a big reader. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I like decompress and kind of, um, read, you know, so I'm a big, like sci-fi nerd. So I'm always reading some type I love of sci-fi. Like, sci-fi. Well, are you a book. Trekkie or like Star Wars or is that what you're talking about in terms of sci-fi yeah, or is yeah, it something yeah, yeah. else? So I'm not like super big on like the, the classics like that, but, yes. but yeah, so I, I would say I'm more of a Star Wars guy than, uh, than, than, the Star Trek, like I don't know if you've if you ever read like boo, Dune or what. Boo, I don't Dune like Star Wars. I, I'm, I'm a star, I'm a Trekkie, Trekkie Trek for life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that sort of stuff is, is is big with me, and like even the last like two years, I've been big on like fan fiction, ironically. Um, fan, fan fiction, fiction so, for example. What, yeah, go ahead. What, what what's the example of fan fan fiction? Like, so what fan, would you say? Like, fan fiction is basically like. Um, someone taking like a, a, a literature that somebody else created, like for example, Harry Potter, right? And uh-huh. p- people taking that and make, doing their own spin to it. So for example, um, uh, like so some of the fan fiction I've read lately is related to Game of Thrones. So like somebody, you know, creates an like, original character oh, and yes, yes, actually, they, they, they've had the story surrounding that individual. Or they could do something like a self-insert, which is basically like, uh imagining yourself in one of the characters and then you change the whole story oh. based on how you would kind of change the interaction oh, i see so basically you're into that now the fan fiction okay i i remember actually a story of fan fiction twilight that's a fan fiction yeah the, the I've, never, I've never read twilight but yeah i've, I've seen the, the, the tw- twilight uh, it was that vampire diaries thing it was like a vampire kind of thing that's definitely fan fiction um and and it's really interesting when the woman the author talks about how she actually came up with the story because she was um inspired by a different book and so it's really really cool but no i get what you mean so fan fiction and sci-fi those are your two um so basically to relax so would you say then to relax that's what you like to read yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm always reading something. Uh, I, I, I try, try to also read something more um, uh, other than sci-fi, so, you know, some non-fiction related, you know, books as well. But I'm a big reader, so, like, uh, you should see my Kindle. It's got, like, hundreds and hundreds of books in there, you know, so. Yeah, no, I love of, reading. Kind of what I do uh, Exactly. I, I absolutely love reading, but I'm more of a, uh, an audible kind of person now. Like I love, I'm into audio reading rather than reading, reading directly from a book. Yeah. I, I start, I, I only read directly from a book now. If it's um, a workbook, you know, like for my, like, you know, for yeah, the work yeah. related stuff. But you know, you know, it's funny else... that you say that about, about Audible is that when I was younger, I, I yes. never liked reading whatsoever. I despised it with passion. And yes. I was, I think I was in like third or fourth grade. I think just started reading, you know, Harry Potter out loud, and I was like, Shit, yes. I need to know what's happening. I, I need to know what's what, going. I'm super impatient. I need to know what comes next. It was like a Dragon Ball Z episode, like next episode type of thing. So I was yes. like, okay, let me. So I went. This is how bad it was. I went and I got uh, the Audible version of the books, and then I finished those right. And then now uh-huh. I caught up to the Audible version. But there are like two two books that are ahead of it that's in print. 
And I'm like, I, I gotta actually read. So then, you know, and I started, then I started reading. And I'm like, yo, this is a lot faster and better than waiting for the Audible ones. But uh, wow. I love Audible, uh, Audible books too, like audio books. Yeah, I mean, you love the actual reading. You know what? I've never read a Harry Potter book and I've never seen the movie. Oh, the movie. I mean, obviously, movies are always going to be worse than the books, but. Um, you know, yeah, I, I was. I, I never I got was, into uh, it. I never got into it. I don't know. Really? I don't. I don't see the big deal. I. I don't know. Am I? I think maybe I'm you in the minority. Like in the UK and you know, the whole premise of that whole you know world you know revolving in the UK. I. I would I always know. think that you minority right here. <laughs> minority right here so i so maybe when my daughter starts reading it um i will actually read it as well with her because obviously um it can be a family thing but i don't know i just never got into it but it's really interesting because obviously harry potter is big so yeah that was really cool thank you for sharing that so what would you say then is um what would how would you describe yourself in three words so in three words I would say I'm a, one, one, I'm a relator. So I'm able to relate with people pretty easily. I can kind of understand kind of where they're coming from. Um, I would say I'm, I'm adaptable or an adapter. I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. good at kind of adapting to my surroundings pretty easily. And, and I'm observant. I, I'm, observant. I'm, I'm, I'm very, yeah, I'm very watchful. I'm, 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 I'm very like, detail oriented, you know? Um, yeah, I would say those three, those three words would probably describe me in, in, in a nutshell. No, that's exactly. And those are really excellent words as well. So relatable, observer, and the first one we had was, if you can remind us again, sorry. Oh, uh, so relator, uh, Relator, that's it. That's yeah. it. Adaptable. That's the one where I forgot. Adaptable. No, these are really, really all good. And, and, and it sounds like they describe you as well. So because I always like to ask people, okay, how would you describe yourself? Because it's interesting. People always describe us, but I always like to ask my guests, how is it that you actually would describe yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, if, if you had to ask other people about me, they say I'm very, uh, I'm a very talkative social person. Uh, yes. <laughs> Definitely but then there's more than to, to you. But there's more to you than being sociable, right? <laughs> there's yeah, the inner, yeah, 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 exactly. Inner parts exactly, that you exactly. just described, and you know yourself mm-hmm. as well. So it's really good to know. Thank you. So what would you say then is your greatest achievement? If you were to look over your past, obviously, um, I'm sure you're just touching the service now, and you've got more to go. But what if you, but if you were looking at everything that obviously happened to you throughout your whole life, uh, work, personal, etc., what would you say is your greatest achievement? Or I your proudest say, achievement that you're proud yeah, of? Yes. I would say like the proudest achievement. Uh, would be when I graduated, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. uh, to give you a little bit of context, so I, um, I, I, I had a, I had a, I had, a, I had an uncle. He, um, you know, he, you know, so I grew up in kind of the inner city, kind of the hood, I would say. And so um, a lot of my friends, you know, took a different, different way in life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my uncle felt that, you know, that that's the direction that I was headed in. And so yes, uh-huh. you know, I didn't have a lot of um, confidence in me, me, me graduating, right? And, yes. and I would say that that, that, that that would be like my biggest achie- achievement for me personally because, I've, you know, I've, I've approved a lot of people wrong in the way they, they thought of me and kind of the direction of my life was headed, you know? Yes. Uh-huh. But I would no, say, yeah, uh, that would be my good achievement. Exactly. Uh, and that is a great, achievement. that is a very good, I'm with you. That's a fantastic, great achievement. Because like you said, people will always have their opinion of you or they'll say to you, oh, if you don't do this, you're not going to succeed. Or like you said, when you're young, where you are in life doesn't mean that's where you're going to be forever. So the fact that you proved not just, you proved everybody wrong, but more than anything, you proved yourself right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And honestly, at the end of the day, right, you're, you're always going to be, um, you know, you're, you're your own captain, you know? Uh, and yes, so, you steer the ship. Exactly, you're the captain. Exactly. You're the captain now, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that. That, that, that. that line doesn't ever get old, right? <laughs> no, no, it's going to be classic. It's going to be here to stay. Yeah, so no, I, I'm with you though. You are the captain of your ship and... Um, is the fact that you know when you look at 
obviously at the time of graduation obviously that must have been a very proud time but the fact that you look back at it and say you that's your proudest time time as well it's really nice because actually when I look back at my life I think actually yeah graduation was such a big deal especially when you're like the first of your family to graduate yeah exactly exactly because I know I mean I know my parents didn't go to college you know they they're from a kind of rural area in Somalia and so I was kind of one of the first folks in my family kind of graduate you know college other than my sister um mm-hmm. she was kind of the trendsetter there uh yes. but yeah out there out there big 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 achievement you know it is a big achievement and well done and thank you for sharing that with us so what would you say then is obviously throughout the life and obviously through the things that you've had personal and business oriented etc what would you say is or how would you say is that you overcome challenges that come your way day in day out like how do you how do you overcome challenges that you've had in your career in your studies like how do you get by with those yeah um the big thing is not reacting you know you you make the worst decisions when you just react to like a problem or a challenge that presents stuff right away uh, you want to try to like digest that so that's one of the big things that, that i that, that i do and it's really really hard to like train yourself to do that but and it's the work in progress for me um so i always have to just pause i'll take a breath okay think through mm-hmm. kind of what what the issue is um so, so that's one thing another thing is really just talking through with like my colleagues or my close friends and just having kind of a dialogue about my challenge that i'm facing and kind of helping me um kind of talk through it you know i'm a big talker yes. so i like talking through problems and challenges and that helps me uh get me in a good frame of mind to kind of get, get me to come to a good decision or a good approach that i'm going to take you know yes no I'm, I'm with you in that sense yes definitely don't react when you're angry take a deep breath <laughs> inhale exhale it's so simple yeah, right you yeah. inhale and exhale but when you're angry you don't want to do that Oh yeah, oh yeah. When you're angry, when you're frustrated, when you're, you know, stressed, all those big things, you know. And and sometimes, uh, for me, anyways, it, it it's a little hard. You know, I joke and I'd be like, I, I joke and I tell people, I'm self-diagnosed with, with ADD or ADHD. So, yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you Google, uh, you Googled yourself and you are like, I'm self-diagnosing I, I, via Doctor yeah, Google, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, MD and stuff, all right. Um, and so it definitely is a challenge at, you know, at times. I just kind of react to things. And it's human nature, you know? It's but, human uh, nature. We all do it. I mean, come on, you're not going to be exactly. happy every single day of your life, are you? Oh, my God. Yes, right? No, and you're like, not. What, are you a robot? <laughs> Somebody with zero emotions? <laughs> those right, things right? are going to be happen. Yeah, those things are going to happen. And like you said, it's about you taking the initiative of solving it. Like you said, it's a good thing that you like talking about it, which shows that you have open communication. And it's progress. Yeah, no, 100%. And like it, 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 it actually like really transitions well into your personal life. Because you can use those same like uh, skills like in your personal life, whether it's with your partner, whether it's your family members, you know, et cetera. And it really helps that, that dialogue. Because no one can read your mind and you can't read anybody else's mind. No, And so you no, have to be able can't. to adequately kind of communicate and describe what it is the the, the, the the problem the issue that you want to redirect or, or kind of talk through exactly what are the issues that you want to iron out so you can basically start fresh from the beginning but no talking is the way it definitely starts and um and like you said it's just like you said you just self-reflect and um and from there on basically be like okay then well at least you know you, you you're making a progress so no thank you for sharing that so what would you say then in that case is um obviously looking throughout your life what would you say is your biggest role model uh my biggest role model i would say would be my sister and you know what's uh-huh. funny is that i'm making her sound like she's like old and like 40 50 60 years old or something she's only like a year older than me so <laughs> she's, yeah she's big up sister no absolutely big up sister no it's true though it's it, yeah. it might be a year older but still you know you, you can you can be any age but you can be wise yeah facts 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 so she her and i are like super tight you know what i mean and so Mashallah, um, she, yes. she, she, she she's definitely like my, my biggest role model and she's the one that i you know talk through a lot of like 
work-related things, a lot of personal, you know, relationship-related things, you know, all all that. And 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 her and I are pretty pretty tight. And she's she's uh, she's very good at listening, and 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 just kind of helping me um, come to an understanding with myself without even like um, you know giving me her up you know opinion or detail. You know, yes. that's like uh-huh. a phenomenal skill that she has. Yes. That's beautiful. No, that's really wonderful. Big up sister. Do you want to big up your sister? What's her name? Oh yeah, Mona, Mona, Mona Farah. You know, big big up. Big, big up Mona Farah. Yeah, so she's your biggest supporter and she's yeah, your mentor yeah. and she's your biggest role model. That's beautiful. No, honestly, yeah. uh, mashallah. Yeah. We, like we said, we all need one person in our life who, like you said, you know, you look up to. And um, yes, so it's really wonderful to hear. So what yeah. would you? No, it's funny. It's funny, just it's funny because I I joke and I always say to her she's she's my little big sister because she's physically way smaller than me, but I'm <laughs> she's probably the <laughs> older sister. And whenever when when anybody asks me, oh, is Mona your older sister? I'll be no, she's my little big sister, you know. And people think she's my younger sister, and she'd always give me crap about it. You know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's it's only one year difference, so I can. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, but it's no. That's really. I really love it when, like, you know. Um, I mean, I'm. I've got six siblings, so uh, and we're all quite close and stuff. Obviously, like you know, with siblings, sometimes obviously you do have arguments and disagreements, and you don't oh, see yeah, yeah. eye to eye at times, whatever. But we all love each other, and honestly, like, it, it's. I think sibling love is really beautiful because you know you're together, you're a team. Exactly. You got each other's back. Exactly. You got each other's back. That's wonderful to hear. So what advice would you give your younger self looking back or yeah or somebody who's oh listening gosh. now what advice would you like to give them i've got a big book advice i'd give my younger self of course <laughs> but, we need to do um, an episode where you just give advice definitely right, right, right. but um I, I, the, the big thing that i would say to myself like a younger version of myself or you know a younger listener out there is don't worry about what others think of you or looking you know outside the norm of others of, of what you're around in your surroundings uh because that doesn't make you who you are you know and 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 to give you guys all context um you know growing up right like, like especially in the city you do you do certain things that you know will uh you know get you to like the role that i'm in today right and then and um you know folks would say oh that's that's very white. That's 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 that, 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 that out of the norm. What we're used to, you know. Don't don't let that be a barrier, and don't let that like um, be a a a blocker for you to kind of at least try it out. You know, always try something different. You know, regardless of what other people say, is what I would say to my younger self and the listeners out there. Yes, I, I'm with you. So basically, in basically carve your own path to where you need to go to rather than just being a follower yeah exactly and don't and don't worry about standing out and being different right mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of times yes. being different is scary because everybody's yes. looking at you and they're looking at you to fail like oh well if you just stuck to what everybody else is doing you would have been okay right yes don't do that, what don't, like don't so, yeah, do, do whatever um, Abd is doing or Farah basically you'll be like okay then I'm just going to do whatever they're doing but if you've got a passion don't get rid of your passion just to follow someone else's passion just because exactly. that's the norm that's the norm safe, right you know <laughs> exactly that, that <laughs> it's true just because that's the norm and stuff it, it, it's like you know for you I'm sure like you know when you get into your career you're like okay I don't know many people doing that from like you know my area or whatever and then you're like I'm doing this because I'm actually I'm interested in this area whereas other people are like hey but why are you doing that like you know why don't you just do what so-and-so did or what so-and-so and you just think but no it's not for me but it takes a lot of courage to say actually I'm just forging my own path mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. that may be yeah yeah and even like take a, take a look at your parents for example like my parents were big on like engineering you know medical field right they, they, they're always telling me you need to be a doctor you need to do that you need, you need to get into the health field that's where that's where the job is and don't you're, you're not asking or you can have adult conversation with your parents say, hey i'll be oil you know i this is something that i'm uh, that, that i see myself doing long term uh, this is mm-hmm. what i want to do and you can have those conversations that's a that that's that, nothing wrong with that and you know again it goes back to communication and having an open dialogue um and i mean it, 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 it is tough with like some other parents uh it just it but it, it does take a few tries but don't don't let that uh 
dissuade you of starting, you know? Exactly. It's true. No, don't let that. I think that's the best advice. Don't let that discourage you. Because it's true. Our parents, mashallah, they do want the best for us and obviously they do want us to become doctors and like you said you know it could be like other path that they have a dream for you to become but sometimes if you're not aligned with the same dream you are your own person and most importantly is instead of you saying yes just for the sake of for your parents it's good for you to be honest with yourself and be honest with them and just say actually thank you very much for this advice for your arbor but i thought of that i would like to try x y and z and like straight away they might say no but I don't like it, but I think it's about you being persistent and consistent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, 100%. And like parents at the end of the day, they don't really care what you do. All they care about is they want a guaranteed salary that you're getting, right? They want to know that you're <laughs> going to be good. Like yes. when, when, when they passed away, whatever, whatever you, you, could, you could be a janitor. You could be, as long as you're getting paid good money, that's, that's all they care about, you know? Exactly. And they want a, you a to lot be times, settled. Exactly. Like a lot of times, like being in the medical field, it, 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 in Russia, it is kind of a guaranteed job, right? In the sense that there's always going to be a role out there that's available for you. And when you're getting into a role that's outside of that norm, where there's there's, there's very good job job prospect, then your parents are like, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. This is, I don't know, you know? So, exactly, exactly. Uh, it's about you opening I'll, I'll up. the best for you. Mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly. No, exactly. Just have an honest conversation with them. It's like, for example, like, you know, when I did HR, everybody's like, oh, well, human resource management. Oh, okay. Then um, like they, they don't know automatically anybody who's doing it. And it's like, okay, but, but what does that really do? And, stuff? and then when you explain and you say, actually, this is what we do. We're not just the people that does the hiring and firing. There's a lot more <laughs> holistic oh, approach yeah. to it and a lot more processes and a lot more proactiveness. Um, it's actually a big job. And so that. it's like, oh, actually, oh, okay. Then now, that sounds interesting whatever but I remember going into HR that was like the, an, an, an unknown path for me and it was like oh okay then you know and even I was scared but my family was even more scared because they were like oh my god is she gonna be okay because obviously they want you to be like you said settled and happy and they want you to have a good job right exactly 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 that's, that's exactly, all they want so, you know? they want you to be good exactly <laughs> exactly and yeah so don't be scared of taking the um unknown path that's a really great advice and i have to say the same thing with uh, creative industries definitely for those people who want to get into the creative industries whether it's like you know agencies or like you know ad agencies yeah, to do like exactly. you know uh, that's really like fantastic advertising like i think there's still like not a lot of people from um our background in that especially from the black ethnic minority i think those are really all great jobs definitely to look into there's a variety of things that people can be doing but yeah don't be afraid to explore yeah no definitely and we've got like a ton of like creative type of, type of mind uh, folks and I want, definitely want to see more and more folks in those type of like roles in those industries, you know. Um, and, and 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 people shouldn't shouldn't be afraid to kind of go out on the limb to, to kind of do that. So. Absolutely, and also exactly, and then and, and also don't be scared as well, because obviously it's January now. You know that uh, Mustafa, we're in January, and mm-hmm. this is the month that everybody start. Even people who have jobs are thinking of changing jobs. Yep. And doing new careers and everything like that. So it could be that maybe you're not at your first job, but you could be on your second job or third job. And you're thinking of actually, you know, what I really want to go and explore time. I know we're in a pandemic and we're still a lot of uncertainty. But I think if you want to try something out, it, there's no harm in putting goals down and strategizing to see what it is that you actually want to do and the only reason I mentioned that is because it's January and I know with everybody you know most of the majority of the people are this is a time where they reevaluate where they want to be next I mean I try to reevaluate myself every three months to see what is it that I actually want to do I mean what am I still am I still passionate about what am I doing am I <laughs> what, exactly, what, yeah. how do I want to take over the world I mean do you have those conversations <laughs> right? with yourself right I definitely do. I definitely day in day out. You know, <laughs> honestly, to be honest with you, um, yeah, you you have to definitely be self-aware and like you know have those type of frank discussion with yourself. You know, and like um, I'm I'm me personally, I'm a person that I don't want to. I don't see myself in the same role, the same doing the same thing twenty plus years. You know, not um, twenty plus so, years exactly. Twenty plus years yeah, is very long. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So like. 
but you've got people that are like that that that, that are comfortable with that you know so and that's not, cool not, completely not cool that, yeah and it's all about like, your comfortable level right um you know not even do for uh, you do exactly, you exactly 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 you have to just look out for yourself right back to that piece i was saying earlier exactly go back to your why why is it that you want to do what you're doing <laughs> Excellent. So basically, that brings us to the end of our conversation. I really, really enjoyed speaking with you, um, Mustafa. So how do people get in touch with you? Those um, people, are you active on social media? Can people connect with you on LinkedIn? Yeah, yeah I'm definitely active. Um, I don't check LinkedIn as much as I should, but uh, definitely connect with me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, my name is spelled, you know, Mustafa, M-U-S-T-A-F-A. And Farah, you know, it's F A R A H. Yes, I'll share the links. I'll share the link afterwards. Yeah, so feel free to connect with me. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm also on Instagram as well. Um, it's the real underscore moose. And then moose mm-hmm. spelled with um, two zeros instead of two O's. Oh, I got it. Yes, the real moose. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Try to be a little different, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It definitely is different, you know. We'll, we'll, exactly. So people will find you, and what I'll do is I'll definitely share the LinkedIn and I'll share the Instagram and any other social media that you want to give me because I know people are like, are you on TikTok? Because I hear everyone's on TikTok now. Or is it Clubhouse, uh, the recent one, the audio one? Yeah, I can't so, keep up. I can't keep up. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many. So I, I'm not on TikTok, but I am on Clubhouse. And Clubhouse, it's it's the same, uh, you know, at handle as my Instagram one that I mentioned. So definitely uh, we'll share follow that. me uh-huh. on Clubhouse. I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm always in a lot of really interesting rooms of around uh, the industry that I'm in. And so, if you if you, if you if any of you guys have any questions, you know, definitely connect with me on there and and, 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 and you know jump in the room and kind of chit chat and I can answer any questions that you all might have. Excellent. And that's, so there you go. Definitely, if you are interested, if, if Mustafa's story resonates with you, you've got any feedback to give to him, or you want to find out more about the current role that he's doing, or any advice regarding internships, um, definitely do contact him and connect with him. And, and dear listeners, that brings us down to the last part now. And the, this is the part where we say thank you very much for listening. And please do tune in next week where we're going to have another amazing story and thank you again Mustafa for coming today it was really great chatting to you yeah no thanks for having me and you know you've been you've been great and then uh great great, great question you you kept me at the edge of my seat all day so appreciate it, <laughs> appreciate it you're welcome dear listeners thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Smiley Professional Podcast with your host, Samira Ali. Join us again next week for another wonderful, inspirational story.